this is your brand new revised shined up version of the upside podcast so to everyone welcome to our show Welcome to our 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 show 3.0, the Upside 3.0. I think we've decided that this is 3.0 because it's the third change of the cover art. That and I think when we very when we first started, we didn't even have like an agenda. We were just talking yeah. about stuff. Then 2.0 was like the agenda. We had a couple segments, you know, whatever. And, and then that, this and, is 3.0. And that agenda or schedule got revised a few times. Uh-huh. Um and then this is 3.0, and uh, we're going to talk about that in detail on today's show. Here's here's the plan for this first episode of The Upside back from break. In the first episode of 2024, uh, we're going to talk about our break, and we missed you very much. We'll give you some of the highlights from Christmas and New Year's, and uh, then we're going to talk in great detail about The Upside, because we want you to know what's changed what's changing, how it, uh, how we came to that decision, and then how it's going to evolve over the next few months. Because sometimes you just got to do it and see how it feels and then make adjustments while you're doing it. So, uh, so we'll go into some detail about that. We're going to talk about some new friends who can literally change your life. Really excited to tell you about that. And we're going to give a baby update and we're going to talk about New Year's resolutions. And I'm excited about that because... My New Year's resolution literally came to me in a dream, and I've been holding off and telling you about it until we're recording this podcast. I can't wait. It's a dream that woke me up on New Year's Day. Whoa. Yeah. So what were your highlights? By the way, we did miss you. We, we did en- miss you. We enjoyed the time off, and, and not going to lie, there were times that we looked at each other and said, oh, man, I'm so glad we don't have to record a show for tomorrow. Yeah, it, you know, when we left, (laughs) I was not in a good place. Uh, I'm in a better place now. Oh, yeah, I forgot all about that. You were so funky at the end of I was so, I was like, middle of December. Yeah, I was like in the thick of it and like not okay. My depression was just like screaming for help. I think a couple things happened that were good. One, I upped my meds, which thank you to Jeff for having me call my psychiatrist. That was really helpful. Um, and then two, I got, you know, over break, a the my doctor said if the baby were to come tomorrow, she would be okay. And, you know, all systems are working and whatever. I think I needed to hear that. Yeah. <laughs> and then I think also people other people kind of taking off and not emailing me as much about things that had to be solved really helped me with able to like live in the present, focus on you and Ellie. And like, you know, there were days where I put my phone away. I think also there, the, the fact that you handed off a whole bunch of stuff to different people. Yeah. Um, and and we brought somebody new on board and Callie gave a whole bunch of stuff to her and said, you just run this. And then Steve, who does all of our uh, revenue stuff and ad sales, we just kind of said to him, take this and run with it. Yeah. I think that, I, I mean, I'm, I'm not really joking about this. I I would not be confident handing the reins to me. Yeah. Right? And I think you know that. So by bringing other people in. I know it's taken care of. Right. And they got it. And you. That and, also if, and if it doesn't get taken care of, 
it's it it's not you don't have to deal with me right which is nice because we're married and we're also about to have a baby together so our focus should be on our new baby and not us you know yeah me coming down on you for work stuff or whatever else so that felt really good i really i completely forgot how funky you were i was bad yeah it was really bad um i'm so glad now that when you spend entire days on the couch it's just because you are physically in pain and uncomfortable and not because you're sad yeah i am um i am uncomfortable i uh am it takes me i came upstairs we're recording in our home studio today and i came upstairs five minutes ahead of jeff so i could get my breathing under control because i'm like very very huffy um and starting to feel some like you know little tiny contractions but it's just like weird to get into a position you know to where they don't bother me um, so yeah, I said, Callie, um, said something and I've heard about this, that there's like an amnesia with pregnant women where you don't remember. I remember how miserable you were and it started about two weeks before your maternity leave at your last job. Uncomfortable, you without, mean? You just couldn't, you were groaning and I would say, oh, what's wrong? Like you would groan, like you just, you know. Like when I turned tweak, over in bed like at you, night. Like you tweaked your back. You know how sometimes you, if a person like pulls a muscle in their back trying to pick something up, and they go, "Ow!" and I would say, "Oh gosh, what happened?" Thinking that you would say, "I tweaked my back," and you would say, "I just shifted." <laughs> so I do remember that. So, I don't remember. Yeah, um, what's well, that amnesia? Being that uncomfortable. There would but... be no, there would be no humans if every woman had a vivid memory of the aches and pains and ouches and uncomfortableness of having a baby. Yeah. What were your highlights from break? I really had one and it's really generic, but over break, it just felt to me like Ellie grew up so much. She did. It's weird. And I can't even pinpoint exactly what it is, but one of my favorite things that happened over break is the amount of conversations that we were able to have with her just as like a human yeah, and not like, you know, don't do that or don't, you know, like we just talked to her a lot over break and talked as a family and we had family dinners together. We had breakfast together. We asked her a lot of questions about, you know, she's like, we're going to, we played pretend a lot. We got inside her mind a little more and it was really cool it's cool to just see her grow up and to have her own thoughts and own opinions and even bring up things to Jeff and I that we wouldn't have thought of in conversations. So that's really you, neat. You know what she said to me just a couple days ago that I thought that she caught me. I couldn't, I had no answer to this. So she, her, she's now forward facing in her car seat. So she can see the red light and the green light you know, and she, of the traffic light. And she knows that red means stop and she, and green means go. And she likes, when we're stopped, she likes to see the light, right? Mm-hmm. And she said to me, daddy, what's that light with that, with the red hand? And I said, oh, that light is for people who are walking. So if you're walking, you look at the smaller sign. And if you're driving, you look at the bigger sign. And she says, okay. And then she says, why when you're driving is red means stop and green means go, but when you're walking, red means stop, but white means go? Ooh. Why Great is question. that? I have no idea. I would have never thought of that. Why is that? Red and green are universal stop and go. Yeah. A worldwide. Yeah, I have, that's except, weird. Except on crosswalks. Why are they red and white? 
shouldn't it shouldn't the hand shouldn't the little walk shouldn't the little pedestrian be green well i'm wondering if there's something to people who are like visually impaired that makes the white stand out more like if you have a then then i want this then i want the green lights to be white unless you're saying they're so visually impaired that they're not driving oh i don't know i just that would be my guess um but yeah stuff like that is really cool and then she transitioned into a big girl bed, like oh a twin bed over break. And that was one of the most fun nights ever. She was so excited about that. She was so proud of herself. She was just like, you know, helping Jeff build the bed. There's like a little built in bookcase on it. And she was putting proudly putting all of her books in there. And she took so much pride in it. She We let her pick it out. Um, and it was just really cool. The family time, especially right before this baby comes has been priceless to me. I think now that you say that one of the highlights for the break for me was actually putting together that bed because you stayed in the room and helped I did. and it was truly a family quote unquote helped. No, I, I picked out the pieces. Well, you did. Yeah. But normally you clear out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And we, and I just thought it was really neat that Ellie, she had a little screwdriver so she was, you know, tightening stuff up. Yeah. And then Callie, I just thought that was really neat. I think for me, the um, the highlight for me was the actual, well, I have two highlights. One, um, I think for the first time in my adult life, I was in bed before midnight on New Year's Eve. You were. I woke Jeff up at midnight. Like, I just, Happy New Year. I think Ellie stayed up a little bit later than she normally does. And uh-huh. I came upstairs to put her to bed and maybe lay down yeah and read a book or something and and just got tired welcome to 50 yeah and i <laughs> and i just i think i came down and i said to you i'm not I, there's no reason yeah what for what and i went to bed i watched a little bit of the andy cohen um anderson cooper new year and that is my new new year's thing like that they are so dang funny um and unpredictable and it's, it's just really cool so i kind of got sucked into watching that for a little bit and then when it was like you know i think it was like 11 30 i got in bed and then i was like well i might as well stay up and i waited for my clock to turn and then i woke you up i was like happy new year that was it uh but i think the highlight for me was we changed it up this year and and we hosted christmas day at our house mm-hmm. as opposed to going to your parents and Ellie had, because we did that, Ellie had an uninterrupted 15 hours of just new toys. And she and, was so excited when her grandparents came over to show them her toys. But and then to like, open their toys yeah. and keep playing with them. And it was just... It was just what Christmas was about. And, yeah. the, and the night before, we went to your parents and your and your dad made a roast and your mom made a big dinner and we did stockings and it just felt like it just it just felt like christmas yeah yeah christmas this year just felt like christmas it did feel like christmas it was yeah. good so um i think those are i think those are my highlights and ellie's uh favorite gift her highlight it was an unexpected favorite yeah it was kind of a walking through the store and i think Callie, you saw it and was like, oh, I'll get that as well. Yeah. It was a Target cash register. Yeah. 
And Ellie loves it. She loves it. And I got to say, like, bravo to Target for raising their next generation of customers. Right. Because <laughs> that's exactly what they're doing. Like, you create your own customer. So, you know, I think for, like, her birthday or something last year, she got a Target um, shopping cart which they have that they have and then I got her the the target cash register and she loves to like as I did when I was a kid like scan things because that's so cool yeah and like swipe a credit card because that's awesome um and yeah that was like the <laughs> the highlight unexpected gift of the year and bunny slippers oh yeah we can't that find- I found on Amazon it was like we can't find one of those. Do you know where the other one I is? I did find it. Oh, okay. It was like in my closet for some reason. And okay. the other one was like in the living room. You never know. This is well, toddler no. life. I'm talking about the yesterday morning. Oh. There was one in her room and we can't find the other one. Oh. Lost the, again. Well, the fear with that is always Sadie. But if it were Sadie, she wouldn't eat the whole thing. She would leave it in a place where we would see it just to be like, hey guys, look what I did. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about this new version of... The upside. This has been a long time coming. This should have happened, in all honesty, a year ago. Yeah. Um, but we just haven't had we just haven't had the 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 bandwidth to give it the attention that it deserves. But the upside is changing. The change begins now. Um, and there will still be changes to come over the next few months because as we do this new format. And make these adjustments to the show. Some things are going to feel great and we're going to do it more. And some things are not going to feel great. And we're going to think of something new to replace it. And it's it's going to be an evolution over the next couple months. So uh, so, so expect, you know, that what we talk about today is not going to be the end of the journey. But should I start with, the, with my bar analogy? My 1022 bar analogy, or should we go through the changes? Let's go through the changes first. I think the biggest is the schedule. Yep. We're going to have... Well, the biggest overall is Jessica. So we have a producer now. Her name is Jessica. She's one of the senior producers at 1022 Projects, which is our company that develops podcasts. She is a rock star, and we are so lucky to have her. And I'm not trying to like, you know, okay, I'll brag. She used to be a producer for Ryan Seacrest. So, you know, just just saying we've like upped our game a little bit. Not that Jeff is not talented. Not that, you know, well, I've never really known what I'm doing on this. But um, she is amazing. And she's done so many of our shows. And she just, we're just too close to it. So she's the one behind the scenes revamping things, giving us new ideas, saying no to things, which I love. Right. Um, because, you know. Like she actually knows what she's talking about with programming. When Jeff says something to me, I'm like, no, I don't know. And he's like, why? And I don't have a reason. Jessica has a reason. Always. Um, And she said, I mean, a great example is we wanted to do today's episode is two separate episodes. We wanted to do one just talking about the upside and the changes. And then we wanted to do another one talking about how our break was and, you know, the other stuff and New Year's resolutions and whatnot. And she said, why are you going to do that? Just do it all in one episode. And if it's long, it's long. It's, it is what it is. She's like, like, it's your first episode back. Why aren't you creating more work for yourself? Oh, yeah, yeah. Good point. So, <laughs> you're like, so, you're right. So that's going to impact you as the Upside listener because uh, I know from time to time we get messages from people that say, hey, can you you know wish my mom a happy birthday? She listens to the Upside all the time. Or, hey, can you do that? Can you do that? Can you do this? Can you do that? And we, especially if they come in on social media... We always have the best intentions to do we stuff. We screenshot it. Yep. 
we text it to each other. And, and then it sometimes just, get, it's get lost. Yeah. So Jessica's going to be a great resource to be a proper producer and work on a schedule and work on it ahead. I, I know if you're a longtime Upside listener, I know you felt this from time to time. But there were days, too many days than I think Callie and I would care to admit, where the production of the show was an afterthought. Yeah. We just, we had Ellie, we're trying to get pregnant or we're pregnant and not feeling well or we have 1022 projects due or we're sick or whatever. Yeah. And then it's like, oh crap, we got to do a podcast. Yeah. This is going to take a big behind the scenes burden off. We are going to go down to two and a half shows a week. Yes. Um, and by the way, this should provide a lot more consistency for you. Cause I know that our inconsistency has been really hard for you as a listener, which we have hated so much for the past year. Um, so with Jessica, like the shows are going to be released at the same time. Everything's going to be put together. Like it'll be very buttoned up, um, which, which I love. And she's going to let us focus on being us. And then, you know, the behind the scenes stuff will fall to her. Um, but yeah, we're going to two and a half shows a week. And what that means is Monday and Wednesday are going to be live. Like longer shows, kind of like you're used to with the traditional upside shows. Friday is going to be like a mini episode. It's going to be a reflection on the week. It's going to include like gratitude. We're going to, you know, talk through our weeks and then end the week, you know, on a good note. And, and we'll you do off it. into your weekend. And we'll do our one to 10 check in. Yeah. Because that we think is really vital. Um, and we'll also talk about gratitude on that Friday show. Um, we are, we're not going to do gratitude every on every single episode it doesn't mean that our you know whatever has shifted from gratitude it just means we're reformatting the show and sometimes well we can talk about that when we talk about why we're making all these changes uh, okay. in a different place in our life because i think that'll explain it really well our voicemails are coming back somebody just threw a party yay the you love the voicemails we know you love the voicemails the phone number is the same 800 Four three four fifty four fifty four. The montages will be the the commentary montages will be living at the end of the show. Not the, this show because you because haven't called probably, us yet. We yeah. probably don't have any voicemails, so they'll start either Wednesday or next week. There will be a montage of voicemails at the end of the show every Monday and Wednesday. Um, we're also going to make the voicemails more interactive. A lot of times we would get questions on the voicemails or suggestions or things about that we've talked about in the past that people are bringing up and we just didn't have the time or the bandwidth to pull audio, pull and, the audio yeah. and get good organized around that. So Jessica's going to actually um, make sure that we see those and we talk about a lot of those during the show. Mm -hmm. So if you have, you know, whatever you have, commentary on the show if you have questions about whatever leave those comments and we'll get to them so once again that phone number is 800-434-5454 um so there's that we're gonna have interviews and guests ho guest hosts i have wanted to do interviews they just don't really fit the format of the show yeah and without production help without Jessica, it just wasn't something that we had the space for. So we're going to do some more interviews. And I think that's a good, um, I think we can use the interviews as a good segue into how we're, how the content is being updated. Yes. Okay. So the show, and I, I feel like we've talked about this before on, on the upside, but maybe not. 
the show's going to take more of a Cali focus. Um, this, the, the past year has really been Callie's story. So when the upside started, it was my story. Right. I had, you know, worked in radio for 25 years, pivoted to podcasting after getting fired. The firing was dramatic. So everybody was curious about that. Um, and there was a million other things going on. And most of them were Jeff centric. Right? Well, and we we the original intention of the show was okay. We'll do our own morning show. Yeah, and it was that's all we had was the upside, and Jeff was the only producer. We were the only podcast that we had. We had no other. We didn't have a network. We didn't have anything else. Um, so it was perfect at that time. Right, and that was, and so it was just, and then over the course of of the growth of both the upside and ten twenty two. Uh, the evolution of that, this has really become Callie's remarkable story. So the fact that you, in the past five years, went from really, you know, uh, some occasional influencer stuff to co-hosting a top-rated, award-winning podcast, Mm -hmm. The Upside, that's number one, right? Number two, Two, the foundation of this business, 1022, beyond the upside and beyond our few original friends, the foundation and the growth is yours. I have a lot of ideas. Mm -hmm. You're the one who's filtered them, organized them, and then executed them. Mm -hmm. Uh, The fact that while all this was going on, you carried a baby, delivered it, raised it, went back to your full-time job, worked that full-time job, tried to get pregnant again, started different fertility procedures, uh-huh. finally had success with IVF. Nope, I did that out of war. Started all these reproductive fertility procedures, quit your job. Yep. <laughs> right? Quitting in the middle of fertility treatment. So Go- marked. Going all in yeah. on 1022 right? Then getting pregnant, then being pregnant. And I I will say, I mean, if you look at the contracts that we have printed out on our desk that are kind of handshake agreements from the end of last year saying, hey, in first quarter, we're going to do this. In the last 90 days, you've done more work. It's been unbelievable, Right. Oh, don't you. you think? Yeah, I mean, I it's, mean, the la- it's been yeah. ca- it's been chaos, but you've also been five, six, seven months pregnant, yeah. six, seven, eight months pregnant, and 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 this month you're going to have a baby, mm-hmm. and obviously there's going to be a few weeks where you're not going to be doing anything, but you're still going to check in. Yeah, I mean, still, still going to check in. We're still going to record our episodes of the upside, and we've got new clients that we're going to be onboarding. So yeah, yeah. so the, the, I guess the point is. Content. And we're trying to buy a house. <laughs> yeah. And content-wise, this is, I think this is just your story now. Yeah. It's our story. Mm-hmm. But you're the remarkable. The upside is now, it's ours, but you need some of that spotlight because it's really cool. And when we were talking through it with Jessica and we were kind of brainstorming and organizing this, um, one of the things that came up that's really funny is... You are, by design, my boss. I am. 
because I'm not good at it. Right. And you don't want to be good at it. I don't want to be good at it, but I'm not a good manager. I'm not, I don't even think I'm a good coworker, right? I think I'm, <laughs> I don't think I'm a good employee, but by design, this is your company. Yeah. And I just think that's really unique. Yeah. So the show. I don't is, know if people knew that, by the way. Have we ever talked about that? Yeah. We've we jo- have. Okay. We've joked about it, but I don't know if anybody knows that serious. No, I literally am Jeff's boss. Yeah. And. I just, I think there's a lot of stories to be told there mm-hmm. that we weren't looking at because we were just doing status quo. Yeah. Right? So content-wise, there's going to be a shift. And the show is going to take a little bit of more of a entrepreneurial vibe. Don't you agree? Yeah. It's going to be more about the journey and not, I feel like when we first started, it was about, okay, we are embarking on a new life. We don't know what's coming, but we're going to see the upside of... Jeff getting fired and us not knowing what's next. And that was kind of like the definition of the upside then was always looking for the positive when things are really, really crappy. Um, And our lives have just evolved so much since then. So I do hope out of all of this that we never get another email again saying that's not very upsidey because I look forward to not getting those emails ever again. Well, we're not changing the name of the show. We're not changing the name and, of the show. And I do think that there will always be a focus on gratitude and a focus on the upside. Um, well, that's the foundation of our lives. Right. I think what's, what I think, you know, from, from that point of view, uh, I hope I say this right, but we have found the upside. Yeah. And sometimes the upside's really hard. Yeah. You know? Uh-huh. And that has everything to do with, I think, us working for ourselves. Uh-huh. You know, uh-huh. um, not everything, like, but I think. So I, but I just think, and I think so many more people are taking side hustles. You know, which is yeah. exactly what this was for you. This is a side hustle that evolved into your full time job, right? And it's, you know, I feel like we're at a point in life, and especially in this country, um, where we're all just trying to figure out how to be adults and and maybe like have families or figure out one who we actually want to be. Because I think there's been this huge transition from, you know, okay, we're gonna go to college, we're going to get a job and we're going to have that job forever. And then we're going to retire. Yeah. And then we're going to have, and life isn't like that anymore, but there were the ones setting the precedent for what comes next. We don't know what comes next. Yeah. So I think for, there's so many people right now going through the uncertain times of all of this, including the side hustles, the, you know, okay, how, what's best for my kids? What's best for my life? What do I actually want out of my life? Right. And that's the journey that we're on right now. And, and entrepreneurship, like it sounds like a big, scary word, but a lot of people, people are entrepreneurs and that's what the side hustles are and the evolution of that. So, um, yeah, this is, this is more, I think about the journey. And I think your story is, it's definitely more inspirational than I, than I know you give it credit for. And I think I don't give it as much credit, Mm -hmm. but the reality of the, the list of your past five years, what you've done concurrently. Yeah is remarkable and it it really shines to me when i see people online hustling these you know better your life courses or become an affiliate marketer these these uh classes and courses and stuff that you can do online to to make your own side hustle and the women are saying things you know like i was stuck in a nine-to-five job and i was just unhappy so i 
decided to start this side hustle. I said, that's all you got? Just an unhappy nine to five? Because my wife, you know, <laughs> went through fertility treatments and had, you know, uh, uh, two pregnancies and quit her job and, you know, all this other. I just, I don't think we give you the credit. So I think, I do think the show is going to take a little bit of more of a spotlight on Callie slash entrepreneurial yeah. slash I am woman, hear me roar <laughs> vibe in an encouraging way, not in a hype us up way. Yeah, no, no. Now, should I talk about the bar? Okay, Jeff really wants to talk about well, the bar. Well, I don't really want to talk about it, but I feel- <laughs> Yes, I, now I, is a good time to I talk about I think because it. we brought it up earlier, if I never bring it up, then people are going to say, well, right. why didn't you ever talk about the bar right. thing? So, the, so, so whenever we have a new client with 1022 Projects, when we're discussing their show and the podcast that they're going to create, I tell them that their goal is to come up with one or two sentences. I think in sales, they call it an elevator pitch. Okay. You know, can you sell somebody something or tell somebody about your product in the time it takes an to take an elevator ride? Yeah. It's just a modified version of that. Yeah. If you're at a bar, for some reason, I always think it's a wedding with an open bar. And... <laughs> You go up to the bar to order your drinks and the person standing next to you is waiting for their drinks and they start having a conversation with you and the fact that you have a podcast comes up. What can you tell them about your podcast, right, that will make them get their drinks, go back to their table and say, I just met a really interesting person who's got a great podcast. And they tell the story. And they describe And they say it. the sentence that basically you said to them. Correct. And the key is, no matter what your podcast is about, if you can come up with that sentence, that, mm -hmm. that, that, that bar description, that 20-second whatever, no matter what your podcast is about, even if it doesn't apply to that person or the people sitting at their table, it's still memorable enough that they know what it is, right? So. Right. Um, it's like speed dating almost like you got 20 seconds to make your impression. What right. is it going to be? Right. So it, so we're trying to figure out exactly what that sentence is for the upside. Um, we've been talking about it for like six months probably. Yeah. And we don't have one. We don't. So somebody says, Hey, what's the upside about what's your podcast? Oh, it's just my wife and I talking about our lives. Oh, what about it? And then we would have to, then I'd have to do that whole, well. Yeah, the only way, the message that we've been giving for you to give to other people, which is, I think is exactly what, you know, what we had when we started was, oh yeah, remember Jeff Dollar from The Bird Show? It's right. his podcast. Right. Oh, okay. And that's the only like spark that would say, hey, did you know Jeff Dollar has a podcast? Right. And that's it. And it ends there. It's not. It's occasionally funny. It's occasionally compelling. It's occasionally whatever, but it doesn't have one. It's like kind of positive. Yeah. They do gratitude every day. Yeah. There's, so we need the sentence. So we don't know. The reason I say that the show is going to evolve over the next couple months is because we don't know what that exact sentence is, but we're actively looking for it. We do know that it's more in a in a direction of female entrepreneurs in the middle of life yeah type thing yeah um we just don't know exactly what it is yeah and can i tell you one one last thing about the evolution of the upside and then we can move of on of course one thing that i realized that i'm really excited about with jessica is our producer is 
I still, five or six years removed from working in radio, still have in my head the voices and the memos and the feedback from program directors and consultants and general managers. From the suits. From the suits, who most of whom never did morning radio themselves, who were always talking about how to tell a story. Yeah. And I've always had that in my head, so I, I have been very hesitant to be, for us, to really expand on stuff. And I think just pre-Jessica, just a month ago, us talking for 15 or 20 consecutive minutes or however long this has been yeah. about the intricacies of the upside would have weirded me out because yeah. I would have all those voices in my head uh-huh. and I am already feeling, because guess what? If this is too long, Jessica will cut part of it. Yeah. Or she'll let it go and then say, hey, I think that ran really long. Yeah. I just had all those voices in my head. And I'm just so excited that with Jessica. You get to. You get I get to, to not think about that. You get to not think about it. You just get to idea dump on someone and she'll organize it for you. And then, you know. Yeah. Tell you, tell you what's interesting and what's not. And if it sucks, it's her fault. Anyway, so welcome to the new upside. It is so important to me to protect my family. And I know if you have a family too, that you feel protective of them and you want what's best for them. And one of the unfun parts of that is planning for the future. It is time to get real. If you have a family, then you need to get them term life insurance to protect them. It is one of the smartest financial decisions you can make. And the start of the new year is the perfect time to get it done. You know that it has been on your micro anxiety list for a while because we've been talking about it. Uh, Now is the time. Okay. Fabric by Gerber Life was designed by parents for parents to help you get a high quality, surprisingly affordable term life insurance policy in less than 10 minutes. Fabric has flexible policies that fit your family, your budget, and with quality policies like a million dollars in coverage for less than a dollar a day. It's online and on your schedule, which I love. There's no appointments, scheduling, or piles of paperwork. Just apply with and it's convenient for you. You could go from start to covered in less than 10 minutes with no health exam required. Join the thousands of parents who trust Fabric to protect their family. Apply today in just minutes at meetfabric.com slash upside. That's meetfabric.com slash upside. M-E-E-T fabric.com slash upside. Policies issued by Western Southern Life Assurance Company, not available in certain states. Price is subject to underwriting and health questions. What's your New Year's resolution? Are you trying to save money? Are you trying to be less stressed? Are you trying to eat better? HelloFresh can help you with all three. Say hello to your most delicious year yet with fresh ingredients and chef-crafted recipes at a price you'll like delivered right to your door. So if your resolution is to actually sit down and eat dinner at the same time every day, well, how about this? HelloFresh has 15-minute recipes designed to minimize mealtime stress. Is your resolution to save money? Well, HelloFresh has you covered. In fact, they're going to give all subscribers free breakfast for life. So if your resolution is also to be healthier, you have no excuse to skip the most important meal of the day. My favorite recent HelloFresh menu item was the turkey chili 
what is yours. Go to HelloFresh.com slash Upside Free and use code Upside Free. You'll get free breakfast for life. That's one breakfast item per box while your subscription is active. Free breakfast for life at HelloFresh.com slash Upside Free using code Upside Free. America's number one meal kit is HelloFresh. I feel like there are light bulb moments in therapy where like you get a lesson and then forever for the rest of your life, it's stuck with you. And I got one a couple years ago and my therapist said to me, you can't do it all. And I was like, whoa, like pause on the negativity sister. But she's like, seriously, you cannot do it all. Your there are things in your life that have to have your hand on them. You have to be the one doing them. And there are things that don't, and you need to figure out the things that don't need your hand on them, how to delegate to someone else. And I was like, well, like I don't have money for an assistant. I don't, you know, whatever. And she's like, no, no, no. I don't care if it's your laundry. You just figure out what doesn't need you specifically doing it. And you delegate that out. And we have new friends. They're from Vava Virtual. And I had never thought before about hiring an assistant because you think, oh, I have to have like a salary or I have to have like a, you know, a budget or whatever. You can have someone organizing your Christmas list your Christmas card list for next year. And you can pay someone a per project to be like, hey, can you go through my addresses and make sure that they're alphabetized or they're in an order that I can, you know, print and send, whatever. Um, I think that is in for 2024. That is in. Delegation is in. And our friends at Vava Virtual have personal virtual assistants that can help you with anything you want. Could be work-related. Could be, you know, organizing your, you know, Christmas card list. It could be whatever. The cool thing about working with an agency like Vava is these people are already vetted and they're already experienced. So you're not just randomly hiring a person off an online ad or going to Fiverr or something like that. You're going to somebody you know already has the skills and the abilities to do what you need them to do. Yeah. Which is huge. Right. Especially if you're going to do something. I mean, I know it's who cares about your Christmas card list, but you are giving somebody a list of personal contact addresses, right? Right. You want to make sure that it's somebody who's not going to do anything shady with it. <laughs> right. So anyways, um, I just think that's a great goal for the new year. Delegation. Figure out what does not have your hand on it and then let it go. Give it to someone else. Now, because they are friends of ours, they've given us a nice little deal, right? So you go to vava, V-A-V-A, virtual.com slash upside. And they're giving you a free, you can set up a consult. And then if you sign up with them to do a project, like a per project basis, uh, they're going to give you the first hour for free because you listen to us. So I think that's a great way to start the new year. Vavavirtual.com slash upside. For the baby updates, I don't think we have much to report because now we're just in a waiting. We're waiting. Right? (laughs) Callie is feeling pretty beat up. Everything, according to the doctors, is on track as it should be. Mm -hmm. And if something happened uh, like i don't know she's born right this second she'll be fine she'll be fine yep um in theory i think i am nesting (laughs) i do um i feel i i the the um chaos in our house is driving me more nuts than usual yeah you know um so i'm trying to be organized i'm trying to and we're going to talk about this in a couple minutes we talk about New Year's resolutions, but it kind of reminds me if you're if you're a person who does this, you'll totally get it. If you're a person who likes your house clean before you leave on a trip so you can come home to a perfect house, that's how I feel. 
Right. I want to bring the baby in and have everything perfect. Which have the fridge stocked, have the right. you know whatever, have the house tidy, have the what? It's not the bed happen. made, right. all of that kind of stuff. But enter toddler. Right. And if it were just Jeff and I, that would probably be an attainable goal. But you have a post-Christmas toddler running yeah. around the house. Yep. And she's excited about all her, you know, new things and about, you know, the new markers that she got and like all of this stuff. So I think we're going to have to like real, I, I appreciate that. And I'm so excited that you feel that way. I feel that way too. But Ellie gotta, would be, we got to, we got to adjust that expectation a little bit because Ellie is post-Christmas and she's three. I said to Ellie uh, a few days ago, when do you think your baby sister's going to arrive? And she said, uh, w- I, without hesitation, I said, I said, it's going to be, it's mo- more like, most likely going to be this month. Uh-huh. Her due date's February 8th, but <laughs> Ellie showed up a few weeks early. Everything's on track. It feels, I feel, if if she I showed like up. she's coming in January. If she showed up tomorrow, I wouldn't be shocked. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't either. So I said to Ellie, when do you think she's coming? Ellie confidently said January 16th. All right. So that's Ellie's vote. Um, the only thing interesting that I think we have to t- talk about that's baby-related is in my nest nesting phase, because I can't do it physically, I've just got to do it strategically. Yeah. So I have probably said to Callie, I don't think I'm exaggerated, exaggerating if I said 10 times I've tried to have a conversation with you about post-baby arrival childcare. I and am, the ADHD is rampant. Like, I can't focus. I just can't focus. To the point. It's driving you nuts, I know. I'm so sorry. Where it, it, I, it wasn't even a fight because I just snapped. I just yelled at you the way a parent would yell at a child <laughs> for trying to touch a burning stove. I finally said, Callie, I have said to you 10 times, what is the plan for childcare with Ellie after the baby arrives? And I can't even remember what you said. You said something like. It was so off the wall. You said. Well, this summer, I think she'll go to school. She'll do the <laughs> summer camp. And I said, I don't care. You're like, I'm talking about, about getting us to Memorial Day. June. <laughs> I'm talking about two weeks after the baby arrives. Yeah. Because one thing that does happen when you are, uh, when you work for yourself is it becomes really difficult to schedule things like, maternity leave you have to be intentional about it right you know so we said i said to callie you've got to pick a date set an out of office yeah and hand everything off for four weeks yeah right and then you can come back and maybe you just work monday mornings or something to catch up on emails and yeah you know whatever and uh I, I just I find I was like Callie, you got I'm gonna just do it. So I ended up texting your parents. You did, thank you. I ended up coordinating everything. All you've got to tell we have a woman who who comes and hangs out with Ellie every Friday, so you just have to have a conversation with her. Yeah, and you're gonna talk to her school, right? Yeah, Ellie's she goes four days a week. We're gonna move that to five. But I think we've got a handle on it now. Yeah, and then after I got it all organized, I was like. Well, for the first three months, the little baby doesn't do anything anyway. It's basically just a loaf of bread and a backpack. Yeah, yes. they do They do nothing. Yeah. Um, it'll be more like my surgery recovery will be the focus for the first little bit. And then um, 
Yeah. And then but, she'll be a potato that sleeps and gets diaper changes. But we also have to take into consideration, you know, if you have to pick Ellie up from school, you got to put her in the you right. know, baby in the car seat and all that yeah. stuff. So, um, and sleep and all that. But yeah. <laughs> anyways. Sleep is going to be interesting. Figuring out how we do this with two because it's in the middle of the school year. So at least regardless, like we were tag teaming really well with Ellie um, when she was born, but we also didn't have anywhere to be. <laughs> so it was like, you know, if we got up in the middle of the night, who cares and whatever. But I feel like now we still have to keep Ellie on a schedule. She has school. We have to make sure she's, you know, rested and has, you know, gets to school. Yeah. And, and that we have that. So it's, I honestly have no idea how this is going to go. I can't in my head, won't let me organize how this is going to play out. And I'm sure we'll find our, uh, our flow. And we're very lucky to have family in town that can help us like with Ellie. But, um, yeah, it'll be interesting. I can't in my head see how this is going to go and it's all tangled and I don't know. Did you make a New Year's resolution or are you doing your word of the year thing? I'm doing a word of the year thing. Um, and I wish that I should go up or me like, and look at what my word of the year was last year. Cause I honestly don't remember, but this one, <coughs> my word of the year this year is peace. Okay. It's peace. It is finding peace with our business and not letting things get so out of control where I'm just spiraling. It is peace with my body. Cause I know I'm about to be in like another postpartum, you know, body freak out. It is peace with the fact that you and I are a team and whatever happens, I'm not doing it by myself. Like we'll figure it out. We always do. And peace with just general peace of mind. You know what I mean? Like that means, you know, saying no, if I want to say no, just doing things that bring peace of mind to me and our family. Uh, my resolution, I, I don't even think I've properly defined it yet, but it came to me in a dream that woke me up on New Year's Day. So, so I, weird. I can't believe you haven't told me this before now. Well, I was holding out for the show yeah. for good content. Um, I woke up having a dream that I was making candies for <laughs> guests who are coming to our house. I have no idea where this is going. Okay. Right? Yeah. And I remember there was one of those, The can, the, it's a dream, so it makes no sense. The candies involved nuts. Like, I think walnuts. Okay. Right? And also one of those bags that really fancy baker people use to decorate things. Yeah, it's like a glorified plastic bag with a With the nozzle or whatever. Yeah. And I was trying to put chocolate in between two pieces of nuts, I think, or something. Okay. But <laughs> it was two things stood out to me. One, it was unnecessary. I didn't. The people who were coming over, one, it was it was like an above and beyond thing, yeah. right? We didn't need the candy. Yeah. Two, it was more work than it needed to be. And three, the pers people who were coming over didn't care. And I was aware of all this. Yeah. But I was feeling panicked that I wanted to have it done by a certain time. Yeah. And it caused me so much stress and anxiety that it woke me up. And I realized that that was the universe telling me to stop manufacturing my own stress. Ooh, that's yeah. a good one. And that's my resolution. I feel like you said something similar last year 
I do. Um, I've, it's it's a, a huge flaw of mine, and I know it. Uh-huh. Um, and I get better from time to time, and then I get worse. Um, you know, when we were talking just a few minutes ago about my nesting, you yeah. know, you'll notice that I've only been trying to take care of the downstairs. Yes. The upstairs, it, it, that's me saying our bedroom uh-huh. doesn't have to be spotless for the new, you know what I mean? Yeah. You mean the baby, you're the only one seeing it. Right. Yeah. It doesn't have, a company comes over, people come over to meet the baby. They don't, they're not going to see our bedroom. Right. And if somebody might. Like your parents might, right? Yeah. If your mom comes over to help out and, and the baby's in a bassinet in our room, she she's not gonna care if if my jeans are folded on next to the TV on the dresser yeah, next to the care. TV or you know, your underwear's in a pile on the floor next to the bed being weighed to put away. She doesn't care. Yeah. So I'm gonna stop manufacturing my own stress. That's a really good one. As dictated by the universe. Thank you for listening to the all new Upside. Um, I think this is officially the longest show we've ever done, like ever. I think so. (laughs) Um, So we just dove right in here. But yeah, thanks for being here. Thanks for listening. We are excited for you to hear our next new show uh, on Wednesday. See you then.